My name is Elizabeth Shaw, last survivor of the Prometheus. And I'm still searching. Hey everybody, welcome to the Underrated Podcast. This is a podcast where we discuss the films we feel are underrated, underappreciated, or have just slipped under the radar and passed most people by. This show is a collaboration of friends and podcasters comprised of Alan and Fred Torres. Hey, what's up? As well as me, Derek McDuff, and Sergio and Ariel Ortiz, who uh, are not in this podcast, but will be in the background maybe giving some commentary. Hello. Uh, Today we are going to be talking about the 2012 film Prometheus, directed by Ridley Scott, and it is a quasi-sequel to the Alien franchise. Uh, the film stars oh, the film stars uh, Numi Rapace, uh, Michael Fassbender, Guy Pearce, Idris Elba, Logan Marshall Green, Charlize Theron, and Benedict Wong. The film received lukewarm reviews with a seventy three percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and despite it being overall a financial success, it failed to live up to the box office expectations for the studio. The film also received a large amount of backlash from fans, particularly on the internet. So, guys, let's get into it. Um, let's talk about Prometheus and what your thoughts were on it. All right. Uh, you want to go first? or All right. Go, go, go. All right. So, let me see. Uh, where do I begin about Prometheus? I think as a, as a standalone movie... Right, if I were to take the alien part out of it, because I think that's what it was intended. It's it's a cool movie. The way I was I was it was told to me because this is, this is the premise that I got under it. Right, I was under the impression that this was a prequel to Alien, like straight up prequel. Right, so I assumed I was going to see a lot more aliens in it. You know, and I know I don't know it's something else, but I, at least when I when I first heard about it, they were telling people were telling me like, oh, this is going to be a prequel kind to the of movie. Marketed that, yeah. Um, well, yeah, you go on. I'll, I'll, I'll yeah, I'll yeah, say yeah. About it. Yeah, and like, like I said, like it was, it was just how it was told to me. So, then uh, this was long ago, and I didn't watch it because I was like, oh, I don't really want to see a prequel to Alien. It's just how I kind of saw it, and I was like, I get it. It's 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 what it is, and that that was cool. But that's always been like in the back of my mind, like a, a notion of it that it's supposed to be a a, um, a prequel to the Alien series. So when I started watching it, you know, it's been so long that I kind of. Just left that in the back of my mind said, you know what? Okay, fine. If it's going to be a prequel, it's going to be a prequel. And I started watching it, and I really thoroughly enjoyed the movie that was given to me on its own, right? Right. I, good I story, good, that, yeah. good good stuff. The The only thing that, like I said, like I don't like, and it's some, sometimes they do it. Like, they do it. These movies do it sometimes, and that's when I, it kind of pulls me out a little bit that I go, fuck, why do you have to do that? <laughs> like, it, it, I end up getting a little disappointed in it. Not like it's going to be terrible, or I'm not going to recommend it, or I don't want to watch it, but I just I get a little disappointed when... The movie itself was awesome. They could, you know what, you know what I, I would have preferred, like, if it would have been kind of like a, a extra scene at the end end of the movie, you know, at the end credit scene mm-hmm. or something, where then maybe the alien thing popped out. You know, you just left this movie on its own the way it was, because it, it, I almost feel like it, it's so damn good to the point when the little alien pops out of the the, the um, the engineer. The engineer. Yeah. I, I was like, ah, I didn't need that shit. Or you should have left it. You should have left everything like that. Let let her go off the planet or however, mm-hmm. and then 
at the end, uh, the end credits or something, say, hey, stay for the movie, and then have the alien pop out. So that way I could have had oh, my instead movie. Instead of just being at the end of the credits, ha- or end of the uh, movie, it'd be at the, yeah, the end of the credits. Just I, I like it because it did kind of feel that way. Yeah. Like, I feel like if this movie would have come out, like, you know, five years later, yeah. it would have done that. Yeah. But this was, like, before, like, oh, no, no, post-credit yeah. scenes were a thing, but it wasn't, like, so prevalent was it? as no, it is oh, now. No, 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 I mean, I get, I get it. And Why it kind they... of acts like a post-credit scene, exactly. just not put on the post-credits. Yeah, and, and that's what I'm saying, like, I get it, so I get, I get what it is, I get what it is, and I get it. I was just like, God damn, like, I just wish they wouldn't have gave it to me, because then it brought me back to being like, yeah, this is, so this whole movie is just for aliens. Well, in, like I'll, a prequel. And then I was like, yeah, and I know, but I'm saying, like, it was such a good movie on its own, just like its own thing, I was like, man, fuck. And well, I want to kind of talk about a little bit the writing process because you brought it up about how it, you know, it is its own thing and not an alien prequel because this, like, the development for this movie is really interesting. They were planning it for years and then, but they did Alien versus Predator mm-hmm. instead. And then finally, uh, they got, uh, uh, John, uh, Spathis to write a script and his script was called Alien Zero. Like, it was just a kind of like, it had a lot of the kind of arc, but it was yeah. m- much more of like, here's an alien prequel. And then they brought on Damon Lindelof, who's, you know, I fucking love Damon Lindelof. Like, I, it's no secret to anybody who listens to this or any of my friends that I lost his, like, my gospel. You know, he's done a lot of other, like, he did The Leftovers is also great. He's kind of this guy who does, he doesn't get enough credit, but he's this really incredible writer who develops these really, like, interesting mysteries and philosophy questions and, like, a lot of his stuff deals with father issues. And so, with all that stuff kind of, he took, like, the big, the, the skeleton of the movie and, like, kind of was like, Let's take out the xenomorph stuff. Let's take out like the stuff that directly links to the alien, and we'll tell a story that's set in the alien universe that has some ties to it, but it really is its own thing. Still has its and the way he put it is it still has it. Damon Lindelof said still has alien DNA, but it is not an alien story. It's its own thing, and he's like, if I don't want to see a movie where it's just like at the end you just it like show Ash shows up from Alien One and you just don't tie directly in Alien One, he's like, I have no interest in doing that. I want to tell an original story. And that's kind of, you know, why I think that it is its own original movie because that's, and it's not called like Alien Prometheus. It's just called Prometheus. Mm. And I think that's a big pitfall that the sequel fell into. And I might get more that later where the sequel was trying to be like, okay, we've got to put all the alien stuff back in. And while still trying to be a sequel to this movie that isn't really an alien movie. Um, But yeah, I'll get more into it. I mean, but like it makes sense. Like like I said, it it was supposed to, since it's. it, it, it gives you the feeling of this is the beginning before the aliens. Like, that that's the feeling I kind of get yeah. from it. But like I said, I just, I, I don't know if I wanted to see the alien in the movie. But, like, it's not because. really the alien. It's kind of like, you know, a basic Well, because it, it gives you the idea, like, the engineers are, are come and make the humans, right? Mm-hmm. The humans go back to see who created them. But then you find out that wherever they're at, it almost seems like that black liquid that makes the alien stuff come out, like, they're making it. Almost seems like a weapon. Almost like, like in uh, like Dragon Ball Z, where they would send one of the Saiyans out to go like destroy a planet and take yeah, it over, like to take it over. Yeah, and so this they was a military. F- yeah, like, that's they what, was that's like what, they were yeah, weapons yeah, that they that, were planning to use on, to destroy yeah. Earth. No, and that's what I'm saying. Like that's what I felt like. It just feels like well, I thought oh, it was just in general they were using yeah. it. like that but was I just think a they weapon. They were specifically saying that they were they were I think, trying I think to destroy what, Earth. I think what that was was going to go to Earth to destroy yeah, Earth. Yeah, because they had the that's but where the guy was going to fly off at it, the end. But the way they made it sound like in the movie was like that they were doing it to di- many different planets at the same time. Yeah. Like that they were going through the solar system kind well, of doing that shit. But I think mainly what, what, so because I remember the plot was like in the beginning you see one of those engineers mm-hmm. where like he throws his DNA into like the water. Yeah, and, and I think it was supposed to be that. 
Earth, like like we're part of the engineers. Yeah. Like we exactly. have DNA yeah, we were from them. Yeah, that's, by them. And that's, that's and wasn't that, necessarily Earth. It could have been, but like it's they go and yeah, like, yeah, yeah, they make yeah. it seem like creating life, like sacrificing themselves and creating yeah. life in the galaxy. But and, like humans were like kind of a fuck up if yeah, anything. Exactly. Like yeah. they kind of made like, like oh shit something up there. Like and interestingly, in the original script or not the original script, but an earlier draft, because they mentioned like oh this this happened two thousand years or two thousand years ago, and that's like how old this body is. And there were some original drafts, like, references directly to Jesus, because that's how long ago it would have been, like, he was crucified, and that's mm-hmm. kind of, like, why they decided, but they were like, that's too on the nose, let's take that out, but we'll still live the 2,000-year mm-hmm. reference to kind of be like, humanity, like, killed this, like, savior off that was, you know, supposed to be for them, and it does tie into a lot of the religious and mythology themes in the movie, just in general, mm-hmm. I think, but yeah, there there was an over-reference to that originally, but they kind of took it out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, because I'm, I'm gonna be real. I didn't. I, didn't, I maybe I glanced over that because I just saw that alien kind of break himself down, and then his DNA kind of go everywhere. And I go, oh, so he's the first person to make humans. Is the way I saw it. But yeah, no, that's that yeah. too. That was you know yeah. that was like kind of the start of life, life yeah. on like Earth or like and whatever planet. That yeah. doesn't necessarily. Yeah, like, they do were yeah. doing that to a it, lot. It of looks planets. like yeah, exactly. It and, looks like they've been doing a lot. Then they wanted to. <laughs> But, undo it on at least Earth, if yeah. not other planets. I mean, it it was it was it was good. Like like I said, it was good. I just, I guess what was conflicting is like, do you want it to be its own movie that's completely devoid of it and it's just in the universe and it just stays out, or did you want to make it an alien movie? Because uh, like I said, that it's just I still hinge on that one scene at the end that I feel like. Yeah, yeah, it's your way of saying like this is alien. Like I, I, I think that's just a little, just a, you're just putting a little bit alien. Like I think it is its own movie. Did you ever see Covenant, Alien Covenant? No, because that movie, it's can't. It's the whole movie is that last scene. Yeah, that's the entire fucking. No, movie. and, and, and it makes sense. And it makes sense because now you're trying to pull that one movie into the into the limelight yeah. of the other and stuff, the and the you got to overdo was it. Not written by Damon Lindelof. Yeah. It was he had a different sequel in mind, and yeah. someone else wrote it. And it's yeah. the movie has like it's good elements, but does not work as a movie yeah. at all. The sequel. It's it's. Uh, I don't know. It's like I said, like, I don't know, because it's a conflicting thing for me in this thing. Like I said, it's a good movie. Like, I cannot say that it's not a good movie. It's a good movie. It's just, I and I know that it's an alien movie because there's a damn alien. You see it, you see it in the, in the, in, when you go in there, uh, when they have the tubes with a black liquid, like, you can see an alien there. Like, they show what it looks like a xenomorph in, 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 uh, in the thing, and then, Kind of like in their sculpture, kind of. I, I like that there's just hints of it. Like, but, but, it's, that's, it's, but see, but that's where it's I'm saying, just like, enough for me. But, but, like for but, me personally, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, just it's, enough. It's, but it's pulling me back to say, like, this is an alien movie. I, I when it's I like, when we're I watch in the them, alien universe, but when I'm watching the movie, I go, I like, I honestly think that this is not. I guess what I'm trying to say is like, it's not an alien movie. Period. Whether it's in the universe or not, like I could, as I'm watching it, I just completely forget about all that shit until they. Until they put it back into my face, like this is it. Like it complete. It feels like like uh, I mean, and, and I, I know it's in the universe, mm-hmm. but I, what I'm saying is like it feels like just a non-alien movie. It honestly is closer to Blade parts. Runner. It's a, it's something a lot like closer. that. And even Lindelof has said that. Like it's it does feel a lot more like the themes and like you know yeah. like it does. Aliens just kind of much more of a, like a horror movie, whereas yeah. Blade Runner is asking all these big philosophical questions. It has like, what does it mean to be human? You know, yeah. like, like and, the, and, people see, and that, that's what I'm saying. Like, because you know, so you've seen the Alien movie, you hear that this is supposed to be some kind of like before it all, mm-hmm. and then it, it makes you think like, well, is it my typical Alien movie that I've seen, or is this? That's what I'm saying. Like, I, it, it put me in just, and this is just me. Mm-hmm. Like, this is just this. This isn't even anybody else. I, I just it put me in the space of like, this is a damn good movie on its own when you take out all the alien shit. But the alien shit gets sprinkled in, so it makes me think like, 
well, this isn't my typical alien movie. Like, where's my all my other shit? Where's my the fear that I feel when they're coming around the corner and and all that extra shit that that the stuff that I want from an alien movie, right? But I look at this movie and I go, well, this this on its own, it's some some good storytelling. But I'm like, damn, like, was this an alien movie? Was it not? I that's why I go. I would rather not have had a xenomorph at the end, unless it was like some kind of like way way at the end ending. So that way the movie would have like the movie itself would have self contained ended, and I felt just oh wow this is really good ah I see the end okay that the next movie is gonna put me in the alien space, and and then like I said these are just nitpicks this isn't even a thing yeah but this is just a, a like I would have felt like if you could have just or even if she would have done her speech because I think what it is is the speech that she does it is very reminiscent of Ripley where, no but what I'm saying when she's doing her speech I would have preferred the speech before the alien came out, and then maybe like after her speech the alien could have come out no and she, I think, that's what happens. Is she that? gives her speech, and the alien is literally the last thing in the movie. So that's exactly what happens. Okay. That's why I liked it because I feel like. But I feel like spe- it's coming out as she's doing the speech. Wasn't no, 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 no. no. It's, oh, okay. it's after. Yeah, she does her no, speech. Then I would have. Then I needed a way after because I don't know. I just feel like it was just at that moment. Like I, I think I just wanted to end with just because I think yeah, just, what you describe end. is what happens, and that's why I liked it. Okay, I no, I don't know. Maybe it's because I remember it a different way. Like I, I don't know. I feel like it was too close to each other. Is what I'm saying. It's too. It's just too close. I, I needed maybe like a little bit, I don't know, like like I said, I, maybe a little bit of credits and then that, and I would have been like, it's too far apart, and that would have been fine in my brain, but my brain just... Because it, it does it, work it, as a it's, stinger, it's like, it would like, normally, like today we said it would yeah. be after the credits or mid-credits. And like I said, it's just a small nitpick, it's not even like like the end-all be-all, but yeah, yeah, I will say, if if it's going to be a prequel to the Alien, I did want to see more Alien. If we're taking it as its own movie, I didn't want to see any Alien. I guess that's where I'm at. Alan, because we've been talking a lot, what do you, what do you have to say about this movie? Well, the thing is, I liked it a lot. Like, I really enjoyed it. I liked it. The whole alien thing that never bothered me, because I'm like, it's in the universe. Like, that's what they said. They're like, it's a prequel. It takes place in the universe. So, I was honestly going in, going, all right, this isn't going to be an alien movie, but I would not be surprised if a xenomorph shows up, which it does. And then, I mean, it's in the universe. It's the space jockey. I mean, that's what everybody knows Alien for too. In the in the very first movie, I mean, because yeah, that's never explained in the first. Movie. Yeah, you it's never like see. You like, just go, oh, this? they call him a space jockey or whatever engineer. So for me, um, it didn't really bother me. It, it'd be it, if if I think if a xenomorph didn't show up, I'd be like, oh, okay, cool, whatever. As long as it's in the universe, that's fine. The space jockey's there, but it, like it doesn't bother me that it's there. Like it shows up because. I mean, you know, we watch all these Marvel movies. They're all within the same universe. If fucking you yeah. know, Doctor Strange shows up in Thor, I'm not going to be surprised. And I'm not going to be like, oh, fuck, I just wanted this to be a Thor movie. I'll be like, oh, cool, he's there. Sweet. I liked a lot of, like, the questions it brought up. Like, with, like that was my favorite part of the movie was that we were probably born from something, another another race before us. Like, we were just some experiment. And, and it really makes you think, like, holy shit, what if that... Yeah. Was true. What if that is a possibility? I mean, I've even heard people say that we're like technically we should be Martians because, you know, our DNA comes from some space dust off Mars or something like that. Um, yeah. Don't quote me on it. I mean, and it's, Ridley Scott did say like with with the original draft, which had this in it, that he was very inspired by like kind of like chariots to the gods and these kind of conspiracy theory type things about like Earth being you know made by life forms on Earth being made by some extraterrestrial beings and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I love that. I love stuff like that. So for me, like, watching it, like, I remember when I walked out of the theater, I think me and my girlfriend, we, we talked about, like, all those concepts mm-hmm. for, like, two hours in the car. And, and that's, like, that's, that's the best part. That's what I love. It introduces all these big questions, and it doesn't be like, here's the answer to the universe. It's just like, at the end, it's just like, 
oh, you meet God, essentially, and he just, like, fucking kills you. Do you, like, expect him to tell you? Six of the universe is just like, no. And then Wayland's dying, and he's just like, there's nothing. You know, mm-hmm. like, you, it gives you all these big, great mysteries, and it leaves you, leaves you to be like, why don't you watch this and again and examine it? Why don't you discuss this with somebody? It's not going to lay out all the answers for you. And that's a very, very Damon Lindelof thing. He does that in everything he makes, and I, that's one of the reasons I just think he's a fucking genius. Mm-hmm. No, it was well written. I really enjoyed it for that. And like, like I mean, you know, like our previous episodes with the Suicide uh, Club. You know, it may, you watch it, and then you you can talk about it after. Like, like that's the best when a movie has you like sit down with somebody and try and answer those questions yeah. on your own. It it, it 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 gives a better experience, like a lingering effect. Just like back in the day, you'd watch those old horror films and stuff where. You know, like Nightmare on Elm Street. You know, you don't want to go to sleep or something like that. When it has a lingering effect like that on you after the after the credits roll, I think that's that's the best. So that's why. But I think it is very much underrated in that aspect because yeah. a lot of people are like, "Oh, well, why is it an alien movie?" You know, kind of similar like how Fred's asking. Yeah, because well, that's what I'm saying. Like, it was sold to if it's sold to you, if it's said and sold to you that it's. That's that's what I'm saying. That's where you get conflicted, right? So it was sold to me as this is a prequel to Alien. And normally when you're used to prequels, you're used to it, it continuing the story before that. When you say it's in the universe of a movie, mm-hmm. you're used to that it's going to be its own uh, yeah. story. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Even though it is its own story, being sold to you as like, like Prometheus, you know, the prequel to Aliens, yeah. you think, well, I have to and, yeah, get I, some story. And then that, I think that's where... It, that's a mismarketing thing. That's I what think. I'm saying. And that's, I think, where it goes. Because, like, I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm just basing it on the movie's good. Like I said, the movie is good. That's not, that's not nothing. It's just when you have that preconceived notion already, like, it's supposed to be a prequel. Uh, and you're like, well, this isn't really a prequel. This is more of, like you guys said, a movie set in the universe. Yeah. Yeah, but, it does a really the, good job of recreating that like alien aesthetic, you know, yeah. like where like especially even the, like the technology, the HR Geiger yeah. stuff. It, it, was that the HR Geiger yeah, aesthetic, that and, or even like you know like when they're on the ship and stuff, yeah. like they have all the re- readouts. Even though it's like futuristic, it still looks kind of like futuristic, like eighties stuff, you know. And, yeah, it looks like his like because uh, HR Geiger did all like the aesthetic for the alien movies. Yeah. He yeah. he did all those like creepy fucking artwork where yeah. there's like lines and, and cybernetic this movie looks organic amazing. stuff. Yeah, it looks fucking incredible. Like like the alien landscapes. Like because this came out not too long after Avatar, like two year, three I years. I want to say it was like 2012, 2013. Yeah, this was twenty twelve, so it's been three years after Avatar. I saw this movie in the theater, seeing it in three D. It, I would love seeing this kind of stuff way more than just like a CG, just like you know, you know what though. But I think jungle. that that helps like these movies and some of the alien movies is they're literally in one spot, so you can set up, you can make a set. You don't have to make multiple sets. You can mm-hmm. spend all that cash on one set to make that yeah. look nice. That's what's nice about and these the movies. creatures in this movie, like the fucking that they put in these, like the they use a lot of like practical effects for all these big monsters and shit, like the fucking face hugger that they, they at the end that shows up that like they ripped out of her stomach. It, it's crazy yeah. how good this movie looks. Yeah, I mean, but there's yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's good. Like you know, they did it right. I feel they did it right because they didn't put too much into it. Like in to have to like basically spin down because you see what you see the worm face huggers, mm-hmm. then you see the one that pops out of her stomach and then it grows up and then you've got the xenomorph right. Yeah. So as in monster wise, you can actually spend some good money on those those few monsters that you have to make them look legit mm-hmm. instead of having like fifty thousand different things. And the same thing with the landscape and the thing. You're pretty much in the ships. 
and then your your which basically is their ship. Then you go into the the uh, engineer ship, and then you just kind of walk around in there. So you really you can really put a lot of money into the details and all the stuff instead of having you know traveling through a bunch of different places or planets or things like that where you know your budget gets blown out into other stuff. It's, it's good. They did yeah, a good and job. that's good. That's what I like. Yeah, they did a good man, job. Practical effects are king, man. I love yeah. practical effects. I mean, we talked about that a lot on this podcast, mm-hmm. and I think for good reason. Mm-hmm. But I think the reason also, I think to kind of go off a little, um, prequels, do you guys really care for prequels? I mean, I'm going to ask the, no. everybody here, like, if you guys want to chime in. And that's Prequel why I think wise, this works, because it's not really a prequel. I feel like, sorry, but real quick, I feel like, like Fred said, it was advertised as a prequel. Yeah. It is set in the universe, and it is kind of beforehand, but, like, what's your opinion on the whole prequel thing? For anything in general. I, I just don't like, because it's just like, why are we hearing this story? Like, what's the point in hearing the story before the story? I, I, mm-hmm. I'll be honest, I do like prequels. Depending on depending on if it's done well. Because they can be done well or they can be done bad. But sometimes prequels are cool, because you want to hear that story that goes beyond the person. Because, you know, sometimes you'll have a character, like, for example, Obi-Wan Kenobi is going to have his own story right from the past. Mm-hmm. That's cool, and you can consider it a prequel. You can consider it or not. But when we got Obi Wan Kenobi, he was older, and you know, and the and the, and I'm talking about the the first Star Wars that came out in the theaters with uh, Darth Vader and all that stuff. That's when you mm-hmm. get him. That's when all that stuff, ha- right? That's when all that stuff happens. But I'm saying now, you know, you're gonna get his backstory when he was younger. But we don't we have got that in prequel form, and it didn't work. What? I love the prequels. I sorry, I have to bump in here. Um, mm-hmm. no, the I think. The Ewan McGregor Obi Wan Kenobi. Ewan McGregor is great. I'm not. That, his no, performance is great. Oh, we're but talking about the prequels about, in general. That so yeah, going uh, off of that, um, I do like. I agree with with um, with um, Fred here, where I do like prequels when they have a purpose, when they're given a backstory uh, and and a story that was introduced in in let's say the prime storyline, mm-hmm. but it's kind of expanded on and for something that that the fans actually want to yeah. hear so going back to the prequels of the star wars with the whole metachlorians thing didn't need to hear that and that's one of the big like dings to the prequels yeah. in there's, my there's mind still, there's still good things um, about them but like you yeah. Know. but yeah but overall that i think the general consensus of is that if a prequel is done well if it's expanding on point of the prime storyline and it's done well and it actually it, it has a meaning and like is wanted then i do can i do like give it. a good example of a prequel of a prequel that does all those things because theoretically that sounds good but i i feel like a lot of times they just kind of make there's not a lot of room in stories for prequels because you've already got the characters and they've already developed and stuff like that. The well, best I feel like... way, oh sorry, yeah, no, no, go ahead. Go so ahead. the best way I think prequels work. I like the Star Wars prequels because um, what happens is is if you have a story and it starts, the thing about Star Wars with like Episode Four, it's kind of already going on, like shit's happening. Like you're not learning about like the like the Empire isn't rising up right now. It's already happening. Everything's happening. Happening. You know. And then there's this history behind it. So they're like, yeah, there was a war, there was a clone war, all that stuff. And they make mention of it. But you don't have to do it. Like, they literally didn't have to do the prequels because that kind of explains it to you. But they had a good setup, which is very rare for doing a good prequel. Because now there's all this history behind it. You can go, yeah, actually, I want to see that. 
But there's nowadays where there's these prequel movies where they'll do like fucking, you know, some horror movies, they'll do like a prequel for it. And I'm like, why? You know, All the good shit's already happening yeah, now. Yeah, that's what I was... I completely agree with you. Sometimes I feel like some of these prequels are made for just money-wise. You know, the yeah. studio goes, hey, we want a little bit more money in this universe or expand, you know. And we've back. talked about this on our solo yeah. podcast, yeah. And I think that happens. But then there's times where, yeah, you know, you get some good stuff. Like, I get it. The the prequels, I like the Star Wars prequels. I feel like they did give me a lot of story, and I and I feel they're good. Mm-hmm. Are there bad things about them, though? Yeah, yeah you know, sure. there's a few things, you know, that uh, people didn't like. and I, I legitimately and think the third one's a pretty good movie. Yeah, and, and they're like I said, they're good. In the sense of I got a little bit more lore, I got a little bit more story. Uh, sometimes, it, instead of getting a prequel in the sense of a movie, you got like the Clone Wars cartoons, which is basically like you know like the prequel to the movie, but in 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 a different format. That works sometimes a lot better because you can flush it out a lot longer, give it a lot better. A lot of people like those. Sometimes in the movie, you know, an hour in a movie to give more back lore sometimes isn't enough. Mm-hmm. So I could see, like, like for example, the Obi Wan Kenobi his story from when, because I feel like the prequels, even though you might think like, oh, we got Obi Wan Kenobi, I feel like those were Darth Vader's prequel. Those were his story. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's all yeah, the all Skywalker legacy. Skywalker family, more Obi Wan focused thing. That's why I think Episode Two, Episode Two had, for example, been like an Obi Wan mystery where he was going around figuring all this stuff mm-hmm. out. It would have worked, and it doesn't and really work. Why, but, but, but that's the thing that then it changes to not be, uh, you know, Anakin's story. Yeah. And I think the first three are Anakin's story. No, this whole the next this, three are are Darth Vader's story, and then the next three are whoever. Well, I don't yeah, know, yeah. I mean, this is all Skywalker. Well, in and. It, we'll see if, if the yeah. this this trilogy right, is the Skywalker. This whole sc- is the Skywalker legacy, yeah. basically. But that's why when I when I mean it's not to go, but I hope that like you get the start the Disney Plus will give that. We'll finally maybe get one of those prequels that works well because it is tough. It is tough to make a good prequel. Oh, yeah. And like I said, if they would have told me that Prometheus was just its own movie in the universe, if that's how they sold it to me. I would have, I would have probably not have this like conflicting idea. We're kind of like so, just like trying to go, so just going in and watching the movie itself without without, knowing, without any of that. It, it probably would have said, "Hey, oh shit!" I would have, I would have walked out and been like, "Oh shit!" I didn't know this was connected. And then you find out at the end, like, "Well, that's kind of cool." And that's why, but, like, they don't call it Alien Premiere. Like, it's not. Uh, you know, and I get, title. and I get it, but because they told me, like, in the in the in the advertising was, and the it stuff, it was advertised as, as an Alien. Yeah, this movie this yeah. is the From Alien the prequel. That was just like the the people at the studio was trying to make a bunch of money. You yeah, know? but that's that's, that's and, the thing that, that but sometimes it those but things it doesn't ruin. affect the film that was made. No, but sometimes I, it ruins I, your perception of the film. Yeah, so I didn't watch it, but I I w- couldn't imagine that it would have been a nice surprise to have gotten that surprise of it being an actually an uh, alien prequel and i think it would have actually made it more hyped up I and maybe so. it made it made it this if not underrated in, if you just said it's in the world of alien because right? but this is all advertising this is i don't think it would have gotten the, it wouldn't have gotten the budget that it did though then but no then. but can you imagine like that at the end of that oh, opening yeah. weekend, oh, man. everyone's like, "You cannot you, believe what this sci-fi yeah, oh, movie man. actually at is." Yeah, end, so that's a marketing twist. thing. That's, yeah. yeah, and I think I agree with you guys. That's um, that's on marketing. That's not on the yeah. and itself. and and Alien is this like semi horror and mystery mm-hmm. genre that I feel like it would have just kicked it up a whole but, I mean, it, it's bigger clear notch from the beginning that it is set it in quiet. this universe. It's, yeah, but it's, if you, it's they, not a it's not a reveal at the end. Like like a like a okay well no because what I'm saying is like okay so let's just say that if they would have just taken out because like I said it was just that one xenomorph on the top let's say they would have removed that went the whole movie without just you know showing you little things showing you little things 
and you get to that end scene, and that's the one scene that you get, it would have fucking blown your mind like, bah. just like straight up. Bah. That would have been cool. I think it still works like this. No, no, I'm not. Like I said, no, I'm not it taking. Still works. No, no, it still works. We're not taking away from yeah. that. I'm just saying the marketing is where I, where I go. Yeah, like because the marketing fair. did it. Yeah, exactly. I go. I look at this and go. Well, I feel like I maybe wanted a little bit more alien in it. If it's a prequel, right? Mm-hmm. So they're telling me it's a prequel. I'm going in, going. Well, it's a honestly, prequel. I would like to. I would uh, say go watch Alien Covenant. Let me know what you think because that's very much an alien prequel as well as being a sequel to this. Yeah. And I would mm-hmm. love to hear what you think about it because I have a lot of complex thoughts about it. I wanted to see it, but I heard a lot of bad things it's about it. It's not a very good well, movie, he, but yeah. it has good, very good elements, very interesting things about it, but it doesn't work as a movie because okay, it's two okay. completely co- is different it, things. Is it a better Alien movie than a uh, Prometheus sequel? Or is it's it It's trying to be both, and in that, it doesn't, it doesn't really fail. achieve either. Yeah, it's, either. It's kind of okay. like, who is this for? Is this for the people who, who liked upset Alien? and there was no aliens yeah. in it, or were the people who liked it. It's because it tries to do these two things that don't work together, and mm-hmm. that's what makes the movie. They should have either been Prometheus 2 or a straightforward Aliens a sequel, and it wasn't either of those things. And that's why I like Prometheus a lot. I, I liked it at the time, and I kind of even have more of an appreciation for it now after watching Covenant. Mm-hmm. But, but I kind of, like, was there any other movies you guys wanted to mention that were, like, prequels that you thought did this particularly well? Before I start, because I really, there's also some I really want to get into the themes of this movie. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly, like, I mean, in the horror genre, I fucking hate prequels for horror movies because yeah. I'm like, dude, stop! Like, like, because usually the first movie explains everything yeah. about the villain and then the horror guy and all that stuff. Animal Creation surprisingly was really well done for being a prequel because you know they released Annabelle and then it's already part of the Conjuring universe, but Animal Creation did a lot well because they explained more backstory to the doll and then they even they were able to deliver a great horror film at the same time which is fucking rare to and that's do what i think this movie does a lot too it does kind of deliver like that kind of cosmic horror will also be like you're like what is that space jockey in the first one and it kind of like answers some questions see like that that's done, well done uh, like unfortunately with um to just to use a, the same example the Conjuring universe, like, you know, they, I don't know if you guys watch the movies, there's a nun. No. There's, like, a nun in the second movie, she's fucking terrifying. And then they made the movie The Nun. The Nun, which was not great, because they tried to give her lore, and the movie failed, because it was just so, like, she's a spooky nun, and she's a demon? Cool. Yeah, like, what else? movies are great when you, like, you don't know really what this thing is, it's just a mystery, and it's scary, and, like, it's like, well, let me tell you why it's scary, it doesn't really work. Yeah, it doesn't really work most of the time. Like, if there's some lore to give, sure, but, like, I mean, at that point, you're not going to be, like... And that's a co- problem that Alien Covenant runs into a lot. It goes into a lot more of the creation of the Xenomorphs, whereas this one doesn't really... Like, it hints at it, but it doesn't really tell you that much. Mm-hmm. But it, I really want to get into... Like, there's a lot of things I could just go on and on about that are just, like, great things about the movie. Like, it's cast, you know, for everybody in this movie is incredible. Mm-hmm. That's, by the way, when we did our podcast on Upgrade, and I couldn't remember where I knew Logan Marshall Green from, it was from this movie. But, like, everyone in this movie is great. You get a young, skinny Benedict Wong. You get Idris Elba just killing it. You've got, you know, everybody. Michael Fassbender is amazing. Fassbender's so good. Yeah, he's good. just, like, 99% layers, like, being a human. But the thing that really sets this apart from a lot of stuff for me is the big, big themes. The kind of, like, these people who are, like, looking for these questions. Like, where do we come from? What is the point of life? Wayland is, like, I'm looking for to find my creators. I'm looking for the people who made me and then you have david who is this guy's creation looking at him like okay well 
what's my point then? You're whole looking for this these answers. I have them. Like I see you. You're right here. You know. And then there's that great scene where the the pool table, and he you know Logan Marshall Green's character is drunk, and he's just like David Stockton, and He's just like he says, "Oh yeah, we made you because we could." And he's like, wouldn't you be disappointed if that was the answer you got from these guys? And then he, he's like, I'll do anything and everything to find out the answers. And then he puts the thing in his drink and kind of that starts him off on the chain, mutating him. But it's got there's all these big questions about religion and faith and mythology. Like, obviously, the title is Prometheus. So that's this famous Greek story about the god who, you know, gave fire to humanity. And that's kind of mirrors that first scene where the engineer sacrifices himself and the core one of the core things is obviously father issues which is something that comes up and up again with damon lindelof and creator issues like like the ultimate father issues like god you know you're trying to deal with the our creators want to destroy us as well as you know david he's going crazy and he wants his father dead and vickers wants her father dead and but what really is it's faith is a big thing in this movie and especially like in the future when you know you have all these scientific answers there's some things you just have to take on faith, and that's the thing that Shaw says a couple times is, it's because I, I choose to believe it. It's what I choose to believe. And that is kind of, at if you peel back everything about this movie, like the alien stuff, you know, the cool mythology, you know, the great acting, that's what this movie is about. It's, it's about choosing to believe something in these unknowable questions. Not the stuff that you can like be like, okay, we can look at a graph and see this. The questions to the universe, even when he's like, oh, you should take that cross off because we found out that we were created from these engineers. And she's like, well, who created them? And even at the end of this movie, after all this crazy shit has gone down and she goes back and she finds Headless David and everybody's dead. She says, first thing she says to him is, where's my cross? And she puts the cross back on. She never loses faith. And that's that's what's incredible about this movie is is just finding and it do, it is religious a lot of it and there is a lot of religious imagery but it doesn't necessarily have to be that it's about your beliefs and choosing your beliefs and 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 honestly the the search for knowledge and these questions while it might be dangerous the search is more interesting and more important than necessarily the knowledge itself I don't know. <laughs> well said. I mean, no. I mean, you, you got pretty much got everything. I, I'm just. I like this. I I think about this movie a lot. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah. Like uh, religion plays into it too, and then also, uh, just like you said, you know, when the when the robot's asking his creator, well, what you know, what's the point? And then you find out the answer is, I'm just created just to be created. Mm-hmm. And when the humans go ask their engineers, what's the point? He just starts to destroy them because it's almost the same thing. Like yeah. we just created you, just create you, dog. You're you're nothing to us, and we're gonna get rid of you because you're not you're not worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's almost that whole that whole cycle all over again. Yeah. And well, the, and the engineers they like literally sacrifice themselves to create more life. Or is this guy? He goes across half the fucking galaxy because he doesn't want to die. And yeah. he looks at him like you're fucking scum. We sacrifice ourselves. All you care about is living longer. Yeah. And maybe that's a a, a big theme too. It's mm-hmm. like you know they created them, you know the the, the engineers created us, and then it's like Cause well, I, cause maybe I always, well because I always wonder too. Like let me just put this in. Yeah. There. What did Fassbender actually tell the alien? He actually they they've confirmed like people who speak oh, okay. Indo European confirms yeah. that he actually Asked, says he oh. what he says is um, this man wants more life. He wants you to give it to him. 
Oh, okay. That's okay. Because I was, as I was actually who, wondering, because you know how he was doing kind of these conniving things behind there, the scenes. That was a big theory. That was that a big was, theory I, at the time. I wondered but, if he told them something. But people disproved it. People disproved it. Because he actually does speak pro-Indo-European. Okay. Like, it's a reconstructed language. Mm-hmm. Like, um, ancient, like, pro- yeah. predating. Um, and so they actually. Yeah, because that was the only one thing that I wondered. I go, did he, like, insult the engineer? And that's why he goes, you know what? F it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm taking them all out. Or was it uh, like a pre-planned thing already kind of thing? I mean, maybe it was an insult in a way. Because he's telling him, he's like, you're the creator. This was asking you to give him more life. And he's like, are you fucking kidding me? I already did. And then obviously he's like above, you know, he's the creator. But then again, human. is 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 he the creator who created them? Or was it that just that one alien, did that one alien who did it decide like, I'm going to do it. And everybody else might be like, why are you doing this? This is dumb. Well, you know, like there's there's those things, there's those answers that you don't get. You know what I mean? Like it just expands your mind, but because yeah. you just see that one guy, and he, like you said, you don't even know is that Earth that they mm-hmm. made? Because that one guy puts his DNA in 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 the nice soup of, like of the, whatever the primordial, soup. and then all yeah. of a sudden this whole new thing it's happens. Because cool those first those vistas you see, if you look at them, like there's these great beautiful vistas. There's just rock and water. There's no life there. They're there's just nothing. completely there's and then, nothing. Um, and there's and there's what like four guys in 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 little chambers and I think only one of them is alive or something or yeah he, or at least they only pulled one yeah, out the state the left in stasis all mm-hmm. the other one died when the thing yeah. got out the contagion here's another um unanswered question and it's not an unanswered question in the movie it's mm-hmm. kind of a context question that um I was thinking about when I recently rewatched it is do you guys think that Shaw is kind of spared because of her faith because when the thing crashes down on her. It does crash down on her. She's sandwiched between these rocks and survives just by luck. And it's and you might at first glance you might think, oh, that's contrived. But is that because she's like has faith and everyone else is just out here? Their 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 quest for knowledge is either selfish or it's just like just knowledge for knowledge's sake. Where she's actually on this kind of you know divine quest for knowledge for a greater good. I, I guess it depends on your on the type of faith you have. Yeah. Like in, in our in, in the religion that I that that I have, right? Uh not not that you know every Catholic is a little different, but the way we've seen it is if it's your time to go, God will call you when it's your time. So no matter what's going on in life, you know, you can go sooner, but if it's your time, it's your time. Well well let me put it this way. It's kinda of like what it kind of reminds me of is it's like pulp fiction. Mm-hmm. When Jules gets like shot and he's like this was divine intervention we sur- should not have survived that and I think this might be the same kind of thing that yeah that, that's what I'm saying like, that's one way to see it or the other way is like it's just not your time yet yeah. God lets you stay on earth until it's your time yeah. so it doesn't matter she could have tripped on a rock and died yeah. and I'm not saying she was like but, literally but saved the same, by God the same, but like just her faith, faith is the well, reason be- she survives because at the same it, her faith might be what gives her the will to go on and keep fighting yeah and that's probably what it is it's just her will like what gives you will is it your faith or is it just you yourself that has that willpower? Yeah. Now, because I, mean, I know that, I, that part though was kind of like because she just well, sur- happened to survive. It, it, that, that's 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 there. mad luck. Because yeah. on the on the same note, she had extra luck because if it wasn't for that alien being in in inside the chamber that she was in, she was gonna get murdered by the engineer. Because that guy just comes right into the room, he's gonna grab her, and then she opens up the the door yeah. and lets the alien grab her. And I like that. That's all subtext. That's like only if you like watch the movie and like kind of pick up on these things there's nowhere in it where they're like oh and aren't you lucky that you were saved by these rocks that was quite a like they don't say that like no. it's just things you pick up on i love that it's just all, it's all subtext that, and, that, and that's how like i said that's how everybody could see it because some people might see it as oh it's the faith some see it might see it as she just got damn lucky mm-hmm. you know and it's just a, it's 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 obviously going to come down to your interpretation and, on and what exactly, it is and that's why it's so great it doesn't answer the questions it lets yeah. you 
like just, like I said, I would I would think it's luck, mm-hmm. just because I mean, I don't know if God would save you from something like that. I mean, that's just I don't know how that I don't know how God don't works. Know. That's, right? that's the whole point of the. But I would yeah. I would think she just got lucky and she just didn't get crushed. I don't know. I would say maybe maybe it was faith. Maybe it was something greater because again it again it so goes like. You know how some people believe. You know they say, "Oh, God has a plan." What if, like, you know, there is a God and it's omnipotent, omniscient kind of a being or any other cosmic being, where you know he, like, where where do the engineers come from? You know, yeah, they're always like, there's something always has to come from yeah. something else, and then maybe her having faith that's why she survived. I mean, she's pretty much the final girl in the movie too. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It could be either thing. I, I think. And we don't know. That's I, I, what's so great. Exactly. About it. I like to. I like to think maybe that there was some faith in it because, like you said, everybody else came and had more of like a, I guess sinful kind of reasons. Mm-hmm. But what about Idris Elba in the in the in the in the airplane? He's with kind of a sacrifice. Guys. He's yeah. like almost like a Jesus she's straight figure. Up, she's he's, straight he up even, goes, even puts his arms up like like, yeah. like Jesus. Because she straight like, up goes, "Hey, you need to do what you need to do, and you need to go and yeah. crash into them while I he, keep yeah, running off." He's he's like the sacrificial lamb or the Jesus figure that literally like saves the world because they're gonna go kill everyone on Earth. So he's he's very much that kind of figure in the religious lens of it. Yeah. Or the kind of like not even religious like it could, you can look at it that way, but you can also look at it just like from like a like a story perspective. You know, like this is the person that deserves to live, and this is the person that is a, a sacrificial person, whereas all these other wicked people just kind of get killed by you know he dies protecting people, she's spared, everyone else gets killed. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it just makes me wonder why why she out of everybody is gonna get uh, saved. But I mean, that's that's neither here nor there. That's just part of it. She's a protagonist, so obviously the protagonist gets to live. Yeah, just one hundred percent in the movie, they get to live. Well, not not all the time. Well, know? because well, I'm saying like she could have sacrificed herself, but instead they, there's already the people that are going to sacrifice themselves. So someone has to live. And and Yannick, you know, while he's you know like a protector, he doesn't have this kind. Of, he's just there to fly the ship. Yeah, you know, he's he's not doesn't have these grand ideals, no. you know, like she does. And he's a good guy. Like no. he's a sacrificial character like that, but he is not you know the kind of like focus like and you have all those flashbacks to her mm-hmm. like and her how her dad died and she still never lost her faith when that yeah. he died in india and there's this that really great scene where he's like talking about like oh like their god's not the same as mine but they still have beliefs yeah. and i respect their beliefs and i have my different beliefs i i love all that stuff because i'm i'm very much you know that same kind of way where i'm more or less agnostic and i love looking at all the different beliefs and like i don't like there's i believe also you know not to get too much into it but like there's something out there I don't know what it is. Everybody's got their own interpretation, mm-hmm. and I think everybody is, is is equally valid, you know. And I think this movie does kind of a good job with that, even though it's very Judeo-Christian in a lot of parts. Mm-hmm. They do also have yeah. a lot of mythologies and a lot of you know conspiracies about aliens and all these different mm-hmm. things, and it gives you all these different lenses of how to look at the world and ask all these big questions. And then too, it also doesn't like go out of its way to be like, no, this was religious or this no. was like divine because i mean it, it can go the other way too where it's like yeah maybe it was just plain stupid luck yeah and exactly. there's there's no reason in the world what, what's the term um there's like a term pretty much saying like nobody matters doesn't matter what's gonna happen just to nihilism, you, you and nihilism yeah thank yeah. you it's a, it can also be nihilistic like she got lucky yeah that's, that's know, a he, very that's Idris Elba didn't yeah. have to sacrifice himself everybody just got unlucky and she was the only one there. Yeah, that, exactly. And that's you can pretty much it. Look at it that read that way too. That's and, what's beautiful about it. Yeah, and you can and people can you know maybe people with lesser faith can be like yeah that's what I appreciate about it because 
you know that it's nothing's being crammed down anybody's throat either way yeah, either that, side that's why i like that they took the jesus like reference out of the movie and made it kind of more vague and obscure is because they don't there's nothing that is too just pointing at anything i'll be real if they did put a jesus reference in it i think i would have seen this movie differently yeah, I would, I would I, have, it would have been too. It, it would have been too much uh, on that. Yeah, it would have been too like, much. Like I said, I'm like, really glad they took that yeah, out. Yeah, because I mean, like you get the feelings of, of religion, you know, yeah. and and stuff, and you feel like these are their gods, and you know, uh, I don't know. I mean, like all all those things are always. It's cool when it's subtle. It's not cool when it's in your face. And like you said, when they take out the if they take out that scene, and that's what it did, that's mm-hmm. even better. Um. So I kind of want to, unless you guys have anything else you want to touch on before yeah. this, um, I want to move on to why we think this movie has this reputation because i have some theories and basically this movie came out in 2012 mm-hmm. and that's kind of right around when like nitpicky culture was kind of like reaching its zenith um and i don't mean like oh, like, yeah. like having mm-hmm. problems with the movie itself i mean nitpicks being like well why did they run this way well why did the engineer do this and it's just like stuff that everyone's like oh this is a plot hole and it's things like 90 percent of the time that are not even actual plot holes it's just things that like either aren't just directly shown or like characters acting in a way that if you stop back and think about it completely logically they might not do but these are humans in a crazy situation you're not gonna always stop about and think of everything like a vulcan and this is i don't know if you guys how familiar you guys are with cinema sins which is oh, yeah. the scourge I of the internet, it. in my opinion. But it's just like everything wrong with The fourth video they ever made, because they were launched in 2012, was Prometheus. And then you have things like Red Letter Media that just like was another thing that was very critical of it. And then you, every like armchair YouTuber and movie critic that saw this is like, well, uh, Prometheus, I didn't like it because it didn't answer this. Qu-. Like it, it, they, A lot of people didn't like it that it didn't answer the questions. And like, you're missing the whole fucking point of the movie. If you're wondering... What are the answers to these unknowable questions? You're missing the point. And also, I think, like Fred was saying, another big problem was that it was marketed as an alien movie. And people were expecting to go see an alien movie. When they saw this, which was very much a, had alien flavor, but was a different thing, they were like, why isn't there more aliens? And I think that Covenant was a very knee-jerk reaction to that, where they're like, we're going to keep this story going, but just shove a lot of Alien in there and have it kind of also be an Alien movie. Because familiar and all that, yeah. And I think that that's the re- honestly the reason why this movie has a little bit of a bad reputation is because of those two big things. Because people are expecting an Alien movie, and because it just came out in a time when if you have a movie that has questions that aren't going to be answered, and has things that are interesting or vague, people are just going to be like, well, tell me this. Why didn't you tell me this? Did the top and Inception stop spinning or not? It's a bad movie. Like, people, like, or like what's in the case in Pulp Fiction? People just want to know the answers. I'm like, you're missing the point. Yeah, the top, I, I you don't agree know with that. Spinning, you don't mm. know what's in the case. That's the whole point. Yeah, because I remember, like, even, like, I mean, it's still kind of like that now. I mean, not as much, but, like, the, around that time, I remember every fucking movie that came out, like, you know, I'd, I'd go watch it, and immediately I'd come back, I'd come back to work on Monday at that time in my job everybody was like a big film buff everybody would go watch the movies with their their spouses or significant others and we'd all talk about it on monday morning and i remember with prometheus and with the dark knight rises which i think came out that year too that's another one that got this oh my fucking god dude it was the whole like how did he leave the hole (laughs) how did he get back to gotham and i'm like he's fucking batman that should be enough for you and they're like no that's bullshit and and i'm like oh my god happy with Catwoman, just leave it be. Yeah, like, yeah how stuff did he, like that. How did Batman paint that thing in gasoline? You're missing the fucking. Yeah, point. and it's like, dude, it doesn't fucking matter. The whole point is that he's 
I mean, at the end, I'm, I'm the biggest Batman guy here, so you, you'll know he's he's fucking crazy. At the end of the day, Batman is an insane person. If he's gonna fucking light up a bat symbol on fire, he's gonna do it because he has yeah. resources and he's just a, a mad lad. Yeah. And by the way, the if he Dark wants Knight- the cat. He's gonna get the cat. Yeah, he's gonna get it. Yeah. And by the way, the Dark Knight Rises, I think, was like the second video done by Everything Wrong. Yes, with it was. Yeah, so I, I, I love those both guys. Were the t- first two four movies that they mm-hmm. bitched about. Yeah, no, I mean they're not the way I watch them. I mean, this is my own opinion on them. I think they just do it for shits and giggles. I mean, do they have good points sometimes? But other points, uh, I'm like, ah, come on, dude, and you're I just think nitpicking. Just, they're, they're like making the training people to watch movies the wrong way and make people complain about everything. Which I agree with that they do because when I watch a movie, I, I go to enjoy it because, like I said, I would come to work on Monday morning and fucking everyone's just like, oh my god, okay, so you know, I didn't like the shoes he was wearing. I hated that he drew the bat symbol. I fucking hated this and this and this. And I'm like, okay, then don't fucking watch the movie. Then don't worry about it. Don't trip. Just let it go. And I would have to tell people at that time, too, where, where like, they'd come, you know, Monday morning, and I'm like, okay, how much did you hate it? Why did you go watch it? And they're just like, well, I mean, and I'm like, okay. You know, but I think, I think in, in all honesty, and in, in all uh, that stuff, that's a little bit of the beauty of it, that everybody has their own opinion and all the stuff. Obviously, if you enjoy the movie a lot, and I'll be real, you really love the movie. You're gonna hate it when people tell you that they. Got oh yeah, of course. But I'm saying now th- the nitpick culture thing, that he's bringing up yeah, is I, no, I do you know see what? that. I, I think it's 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 just that people get to communicate more and things like that, and you start to see more things. And people have always had like I I like like when I go watch a movie, I enjoy the movie and I'll walk out of it enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Now when people ask me like what do I like think think think, mm-hmm. and I start saying well okay well I saw this and I think this or I saw that and I think that. I end up getting people going like, oh, so then you didn't like the movie or why are you... Knit? No, I'm like, no, 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 I like the movie. But you're just asking me like, what do I think? Well, if I, I'm going to give you 100% of my what do I think. For for example, in the Avengers Endgame, this is just one example. Captain America giving Falcon the, the shield. I was like, nah, I don't like that. And that doesn't mean that the whole movie's bad. Yeah, I just of course. Prefer, I didn't like it either. I would prefer Bucky to have it. Yeah, but to some people, everybody's different. Exactly. But yeah, mm-hmm. but to some people will be like, "Well, why are you nitpicking the movie? Or why did you? Da, 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 oh, this is so beautiful." And I'm just like, "No, no, I'm just." See, just, that's 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 a that's different just, kind of thing. That's yeah, just, that's so, a different kind of no, thing. No, 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 no. No, and everybody's got no, no. And I'm saying everybody got different levels and different stuff. What I think this movie suffered is this, and and just and I'll I'll give a brand new example that just came out. Look at what Fast and the Furious did. With a whole Hobbs and Shaw movie, right? That's a. Sep- I'd rather not. No, no, but I'm saying that's a separate thing from the Fast and the Furious. Like they basically pushed them to their own corner and said they're in the universe, but they're their own thing. Don't think of the regular Fast and the Furious franchise. Don't think, think of the fact of that he murdered Han, who is one of the favorite well, characters in yeah. the movie. He's a good guy now. You know what? But that was like a like a retro thing because three the, the Tokyo Drift is completely separate from all the other movies. That's like its own like thing. They just had to tie it back in is the problem. But like I said, they what I'm saying there is they, they pushed it off to the side and told people Hobbs and Shaw or whatever. This is going to be its own. It's in the universe. It's in the stuff. You Maybe you'll see stuff crossover, but it's their own lane. They're taking their own lane. I think what they should have done with Prometheus is instead of saying, hey, this is a prequel, just said, hey, this is in the universe. This is its own lane. Let it take its own lane. And it could have done fantastic with its own movies all the way through on its own storyline. But instead, they like I said, they they sold it to you as a prequel. Yeah. That's why you're gonna have people complain because they're gonna like. Hey, yeah, this that was is a kind of the different. second part I was yeah. saying. And yeah, and that, that, exactly. That's why I'm agreeing with you. But they, that's what I'm saying. They should have done this like they do other movies and say, "This is all in the universe. This is its own contained movie, and it'll continue on." But 
but it, it can run parallel to, to Alien. It just doesn't have to be what Alien and is. And I think now they would probably do that, but they back would. then, like, cinematic universes were not really a thing. Like, we had, really back then, you like, the Marvel Universe was still in its infancy. You had, you know, Avengers come out that year, so, like, like you had, you, so we had just done the standalone yeah. movies. Like, and, and now, now you can be like, oh, Hobbs and Shaw, it's in this, you yeah. know, Fast and the Furious but, universe. But the, see, but that thing, wasn't really a concept the thing where you'll get The thing where you'll get nitpicking, though, really bad would be this. They say, hey, this Hobbs and Shaw movie is the next Fast and the Furious movie. If they were to tell you this is the next Fast and the Furious movie, but then you go, where's all the other characters? Where are all this stuff? People will, will, will say this is a stupid movie. I didn't like it. This is bad. This is that. If it has a hardcore fan base. Now, I don't know how hardcore the Alien fan base is, but I know there's a lot of people that love the Alien movies. Mm-hmm. So if you tell them this is a prequel and you're expecting a certain thing, you're going to get those hardcore fans, which are the most vocal ones, mm-hmm. let's be real, coming out and saying like, well, this thing sucks. This is this. This is that. It's missing this. It's missing that. How come they didn't put this? How come they didn't put that? Because you sold it to the hardcore fans as this is a prequel to Alien. Mm-hmm. And they shouldn't have done that. Now, this yeah, isn't the I movies. Agree. This I isn't agree. the movie's fault. This isn't the movie's fault. It's marketing. Yeah. But it's marketing. But because you market it like that, these people are going with a certain expectation. It would be like telling me, hey, I'm doing a new, uh, uh, oh, uh, uh, a new Ghostbusters male movie. Not even the female. Let's, uh, I, I, that was some bullshit. But like, yeah, I don't know. But it's the son doing it. But I'm just saying, like, let's say you were to continue the story, but you're telling me it's their story, but then you don't put him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You need to, you need to, with something that has such a deep-rooted fan base with, with so much love for it, you need to be honest with them oh, and tell yeah. them this is what it is. Because if you say anything else other than that, uh, they're going to try to rip you a new yeah, asshole. Yeah, you, you're yeah and that right can even that. be even worse oh, marketing. Yeah. Oh, Free yeah. bad marketing. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like you just If you're honest with them, tell them, hey, look. Because everybody loves a, a movie in the – look at uh, Rogue One. Mm-hmm. When People love those kinds of movies that come yeah. out. When you tell them, hey, this is what this movie is. It's in the universe. It's its own movie. This is what it is. People will go, well, fuck yeah, I want to see more in my in the universe. too. A Star Wars story. Yeah. That's yeah. all it says and, and that, that's it. And that's what they should have done with Prometheus. Said, hey, you know what? Don't don't even say the prequel part. If you want to suggest in the movie when you watch it that it may might have been one, mm-hmm. well, that's a question that people can answer themselves. But instead of marketing it to them that way, they shouldn't have done that. That's where they fucked up on the shit. Yeah. If they wouldn't have done that, like I said, it's a fucking good movie. It is a good movie. But if I'm looking at it in the lens of how they told me to watch it, by saying it's a prequel, you're going to expect, you know, you in your mind already expect, what what does prequel mean? And what do I kind of expect from it? And then I'm saying those hardcore fans, like I said, hardcore fans are crazy as fuck. They'll, they'll, it you're doesn't right. matter. It doesn't matter even if the movie's good. They're going to find something that they don't like. You're or right. if you say, like, for example, Robert Downey Jr. is terrible or Batman's a shitty character or this or this and that in the movie, they, those hardcore fans will come at you and fucking just bombard you with shit. And I'm not a hardcore alien fan. Right, I'm not. I honestly I, saw I, this movie before I saw Alien. I've, I've seen no, I've seen the Alien movies before I saw this movie. I, I, I love Alien is one of my favorite movies yeah. ever. Um, I've seen. And I've I like se- and I like this and Alien yeah. and Aliens, all three of them yeah. for all completely different reasons. I, I've seen. I saw those movies when I was younger, mm-hmm. and then when I saw this one, well, obviously I just recently saw this one. But and like I just, said, you just watched it for the first time. For the oh podcast. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. No, I didn't want to watch it because they were like, it's a prequel movie to Aliens, and I thought, well, why the hell do I want to watch a prequel to Aliens? I don't really care mm-hmm. any backstory. Like I said, I'm not a hardcore fan where I wanted right. another story. Not, for example, Star Wars. I did when they said prequel yeah, movies. Of course. I was like, oh, I want to hear more. But like I said, I'm not a hardcore fan. I was like, I'm good with what I've seen. Aliens, you know, stick something in someone's mouth, pop out of the stomach. Oh, I'm an alien. I eat people. I was like, that was exciting when I saw the movie. But I don't need anything, anything more than that. But when I heard there was a prequel, that's why I said nah. And then even now, I still remember it. I'm like, Prometheus. And I'm like, oh, the prequel to... That's what yeah. I thought. Oh, the prequel to Aliens. All right, well, let me see that and I'll watch it. 
And then I was like, well, where the fuck are the aliens? Where the fuck are the aliens? The whole time I was watching it, I'm just thinking like, where? oh, there's a symbol. Okay, I'm about to see them. Yeah. The, tra- the trailer, uh, uh, I think, did a good job, but the the rest of the marketing, like yeah, the marketing was pretty. Yeah, good. I, like I said, just that if the marketing was strong enough for me, this many years later to remember yeah. saying it's a fucking prequel, <laughs> that they did, they yeah. did, they did a, a, a shitty job on, on making people think that. Well, so then, what do you guys think? Do you guys think this movie's reputation will change? That's something we always ask. Yeah, I can definitely see I, it I changing. Could, I can see it changing. Yeah. You know, as more people as more people start to get informed that hey, it's not a prequel, and as those notions start to change, I can see it move up. And one reason I think it really will is because um, the actual the, they were supposed supposed to be a trilogy, Covenant being the second one, and then there was going to be a third one, which was canceled because Covenant did bad. It like mm. did really poorly at the box office. For good, you know, for unsurprising reasons, but and so Fox had canceled. But now that Disney has bought Fox, they have come out and said we are going to be making more Alien movies. And I'm really curious to see what they do with this. If they're able to kind of right the ship and put things back on track, I hope that they make this one kind of like the third one, kind of more like Prometheus and answer and kind of like continue a lot of these stories. That I mean, they kind of messed a lot of stuff up in Covenant, but I think they could still. Probably right. They can the ship still a salvage bit. it. I mean, yeah. the thing is, it's gonna it's gonna keep going just because, like you said, they're gonna make more now movies. Do think, now, do you think though, with they with Disney owning it, you think they're just gonna reboot the whole thing and do a whole new thing though? No, I don't no. think so because a lot of people would probably get pissed. Two and the second one mm-hmm. ended on a, like some big cliffhangers, and I think they will try to kind of like at least in some way resolve a lot of that stuff. And like Michael Fassbender's performance mm-hmm. is still really well regarded. I think they'll have him return. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think it'll keep going. I think it'll gain notoriety at one point because it's just it, it's it's an alien franchise, and I'm pretty sure people the more more aliens come out, just how Disney's making more Star Wars movies, and mm-hmm. there's more frequency. I think um, definitely there's going to be like people going, "Hey, what are the best alien movies?" Now that there's like so many, what should I watch? Oh, well, you can watch Prometheus. You can watch Alien and Aliens if you want to watch. A fucking really weird one, Alien Resurrection. It's <laughs> a weird ass movie. Fucking. I even like I, Alien Three. Even has its its benefits. Yo, I'm not gonna lie. It, Alien vs Predator. I know you didn't say that. I really actually like that movie for what it was. For what it was. Oh, for the first one, yeah, definitely yeah. the first one. Have you guys seen Alien Three? Yeah, it's, I saw it's it a long time that, ago. Like, clearly, they were writing and like building sets and doing a lot of things. It had a lot of issues, but um, it's directed by David Fincher, one of my favorite directors, and. I think there's a lot of his. You see a lot of his stuff. It's a movie that's like clearly very. There was no way it was going to be a good movie, but like you had someone who's a genius making it, and it ended up being a lot better than it had any right to be. I think uh, Alien Three, if anything, I think lately it's been getting more popular. Like people have been saying that you know what? Yeah, we gave it a little too much shit back in the day. It's actually better than it. It actually is, but Alien Resurrection is still fucking dumb. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then, and I think that the same thing might happen with Prometheus. People might, you know, start to like they do with Alien Three, kind of like give it. That they're like, yeah, glance. you know what? It wasn't as bad as I, I remember. And then, you know, Alien, even Alien versus Predator, people nowadays too are like, you know what? It wasn't as bad as you think. It's actually pretty fun. Has good lore. Like I said, for what if you take those that movie, you have to take for what it is. It's kind of like that Freddy versus Jason kind of type deal mm-hmm. shit. But you it's have good, to really though. take them what. No, but I'm saying like you have to take them what for what they are instead of not. It's not gonna build up, and it's not gonna ask these questions. Yeah, you're, not, you're watching it, a you're, monster you're movie. Watch, exactly, you're, that's what I'm saying. When people first went into those, thinking like, oh, more lore, more. No, no, no. It's it's a monster movie. You're having a good time. It might be like a Godzilla versus like uh, King Kong. Well, idea, King, you know? King of the Monsters. Yeah, that just like came those, out on the you know? new one. But it's things like that. Like you know, you're gonna have fun with it if you want to have fun. But yeah. sometimes people want another alien movie instead of mm-hmm. Alien versus Predator. 
Liver's Predator Requiem was fucking... Honestly, that movie could have been way better. Mm-hmm. I don't know who was the cinematographer, who the fuck thought, hey, let's film shit. it so dark. No, yeah. not like no, I mean, thematically. Like, like physically dark. Like, like, your movie like, is like hard like, to dude, see. Yeah, I saw like, it with, like with dark Frank. Like, like, literally, it's like... One of my, no, I dude, even... I saw it in theaters. I saw it with a couple of friends, and I swear the whole time we're like, bro, can you fucking see what's going on? <laughs> like, I want to see the Predalien, and I, I can't see shit. And like, it would come out every now and again, you're like, Yo, turn Where the resolution up or some shit, man. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, like, like, thanks, guys, everybody, for listening. And, you know, obviously, I think we there was really interesting, good discussions about a lot of this stuff in the movie. Was there anything else you guys wanted to touch on before we kind of wrap this all up? Nah. No, I, yeah. think, I think we, we touched a lot on yeah, this one. There's a lot of big themes and interesting stuff in this one. But anyway, guys, if you're listening, just go ahead and hit subscribe on whatever app you're listening to us on right now. And, um, get those new episodes when they come out every other week and if you can just give us a rating and a review um, five stars and iTunes really helps the show get noticed and more than anything though if you guys can just do one thing just tell a friend tell somebody to listen to us just and look us up and we would really appreciate that but once again we're the undercast company made up of Ariel and Sergio Ortiz from Nerd Incorporated hello thanks for being amazing have a good night and Alan and Fred Torres from uh, District 6 who had this great discussion with me. No, what up, what up, what up, what up. Ah-ha-ha. Uh, my name is Derek McDuff. You can find stuff I've written online at sites like Watch Mojo. I've also got another podcast on the Marvel Cinematic Universe called Infinity Stones and Dragon Bones or follow me on Instagram. But thank you uh, once again, guys, for listening. Uh, stay tuned and uh, hopefully you'll hear us with our next podcast. Hey, reach out to us. We really want to hear from you guys. We're not, we want to know what you guys think and what movies we should, what movies that you like that we should watch yeah. and check out, maybe talk about. Send us an email at uh, undercastcompany at gmail.com. Uh, uh, guys, I'll see you in another life. Bye. Bye.